you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipkowski. I'm sitting on my couch watching the FIFA World Cup. And today we will break down NFL's Week 11 game by game as we have done for the past year and a half. And I guess a little bit. Let's jump right into it, folks. With the Titans defeating the Packers... 27 to 17 on Thursday night football. Um the Packers are done, folks. That that was it. That was their chance. I think I said it leading up to the game. Um if the Packers manage to win that game, I feel like that kind of changes their outlook of the season. But let's not make a mistake. That game right there, Titans Packers was the Packers chance at making the playoffs. Um, now I just think there's a couple too many teams in their way, um, and I think that I think that's gonna be I think that's gonna be it for the Packers this season in terms of playoff chances. Um, Aaron Rodgers looked old out there. He was missing a lot of throws that I mean I expect him to make, um, which was very surprising to see. I I mean usually you don't expect to see that from Aaron Rodgers. Um, I don't know if the Titans are underrated. It's hard to tell. I know, I've said it for weeks that their defense is good. Um, you look at the way that they play. They're a very tough football team, and that's the type of thing that gets you know that pays dividends um, in the playoffs. But I also got to think that they're so very limited offensively to me. Um, is I like what Tannehill's been doing this season. He's been he's been good when he's needed to be good. He hasn't exactly done a lot though. Um, I, when I look at it, I, I got to kind of point to it's, it's basically Derek Henry and can he make a difference for this offense week after week? It's possible. We'll see. Um, again, I think that Mike Rabel is a coach of the year candidate. Um, it's between him and Dable for me. I think one of the two of them will get it again, Tennessee, I think. <coughs> They're very good in the regular season, but to me, they lack some of that firepower that's going to lead to them being one of the top teams in the AFC. Uh, again, it's not I, I, its not even a criticism of Ryan Tannehill. It's not a criticism of anything. It's just that their team lacks, you know, top-end wide receivers, um, and so I think that makes them very one-dimensional on offense. Uh Shout out to Christian Watson. He's looking really good, folks. Um, he's caught five touchdowns in two games. Now, his usage in the red zone is high. His usage elsewhere is low. But I still feel like he's going to be a 
a good receiver in the future? No. Will he, will he be a top receiver? You know, I, I again, I, I can't can't answer that question, but he's definitely looking like he's a solid receiver, one that Aaron Rodgers seems to have some chemistry with, um, you know, which is good, I guess, going down the road. I know a lot of people are talking about, you know, should we bench Aaron Rodgers for Jordan Love? Like, we've seen enough of Jordan Love to know that he is not a very good football quarterback. Um, Jordan Love looks like a complete dud out on the field, and I don't know why you would start him over Aaron Rodgers. You're paying Aaron Rodgers like $50 million. Um, there's really no reason in my mind that you wouldn't start him. Um, you know, will Aaron Rodgers move over the offseason to somewhere else? It's possible. I think the Packers' window is kind of closed at this point, though. Their defense has been underwhelming. I think Jair Alexander has been extremely poor this year. He's giving them a lot of passes. Like, they're just not they're not doing much right there in Green Bay. And I, and I, I think it is tough um, if you're a Packers fan, but they've had a lot of success. I think this is just one of those years where you just need to move on to next year, regroup, and, and, and go back to the drawing board. All right, the Bills defeated the Browns 31-23. to um, I'll say this, the Browns made it interesting for sure, but it wasn't exactly a close game. Um, the Bills, I, you know, I think they, they, they got one in the win column. I think that was huge for them, especially after kind of the past two weeks. That loss to the Vikings was very, uh, very tough on the team. Um, again, their offense is good. I think it's one dimensional. I'm not looking at the Browns though as a as a statement win or as a as a win where I'm going to say, "Wow, this team has really changed." Look how much better they are. Um, it's it's the Browns and and Jacoby Brissett's playing okay, but the defense isn't very good. Uh, the offense isn't very good. Um, so you know, I'm proud. I'm proud of the Browns for keeping it close. But the the Bills were going to win this game. I think ten out of ten times. Um, I think what really hurt the Browns actually was the game not being played in Buffalo. I think had it been played in Buffalo with all the snow, I think that would have been a huge advantage because the the Browns' run game is obviously incredible with Nick Chubb. Um, but the, but the Browns just aren't doing the right things right now. Um, they they I think they really are looking to get Deshaun Watson back um, after this upcoming week. So. We'll see what happens then. Um, I, I don't think that the Browns are going to be making the playoffs this year. So to me, it's just another lost season for the Browns, another season where this offensive line plays very well. They're going to have contracts to sign. I mean, they, they got players to sign, and I get that, you know, you're going to have – I mean, the Browns are, what, a seven-loss team right now? Like, that's not a team that's going to be making the playoffs, right? Um so a nine and seven, I think, in the AFC won't be good enough just based off of kind of the way that Cincy's played, the way that the Patriots are playing, the way that the Bills and Dolphins are playing. All those teams are six-win teams right now or better. Um, and it would take a lot for them, I think, to lose you know a lot more games. So we'll see what happens. But you know, I just I, I I'm not sure anymore. All right. Um I think the Bills' defense, by the way, is struggling right now. I like the way that Matt Milano's playing, but I don't know. I mean, I think that Buffalo's definitely got some weaknesses exposed recently, um, and, and I'd like to see how that affects them going into the playoffs. All right, the Eagles defeated the Colts 17-16, to and I, I think ultimately what we saw in this game is the limits of this Colts team. Um, they're just they're not that good. I mean, it's plain and simple. The Colts are just not very good. 
Um, this is kind of what I was talking about last week. Like Jeff Saturday, he's going to be an interim head coach, but he's not going to be able to fix the inert problems of this team, right? He's not going to be able to change the way that this team plays um, in, a, in a meaningful way. It's just, it's just not going to happen. Um, like that's just not, not the way it's going to happen ever, honestly, because again, when, when you look at this, this Colts team, they're not exciting. They don't do anything special. Um, they're not really running the football super well. Their defense is playing well. I'll give them that. Um, Matt Ryan's okay. Um, uh, it's just, they're, they're just, they're just lacking something at the quarterback position. Um, and they're probably not going to find it again this year. Again, they're four and six, so they're they're probably not going to end up with a super high draft pick. Maybe, maybe just outside the top ten, or just you know just inside the top ten. Um, but but they're not. But they're certainly not going to end up with a super high draft pick. I, I don't know much about the quarterback class. I know uh, there's Rattler. Um, I know there's some guys like that, but I just I don't know if they're going to be in position to draft any of those guys because again, quarterbacks are usually taken high high up. Um, you know, this was a gritty win for the Eagles, but it's not an impressive win at the same time. Um, you know, they're nine and one, but again, when I, when I, when we talk about teams, when we talk about teams, are they, how, how, what, what's the impact they're going to have in the playoffs? What are they going to do? I mean, are the Eagles actually a good football team? I don't know. I mean, they, you know, they beat the Colts by one. I mean, that's not an impressive win, right? So I, I feel like to me, the Eagles are going to walk into the playoffs as as a fairly um, untested team. I think they're very beatable. Um, you know, again, it's about stopping you know Jalen Hurts and forcing a couple of turnovers, and they just they really just don't look good. Um, I don't know. The Eagles to me are, are are very fraudulent right now. I don't I don't really believe in them a lot. Um, it, it's 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 a, it was a weird win. I'm glad that you know wins a win at the end of the day, but. When you're talking about teams like the Eagles, when you're talking about teams like the Vikings and the Chiefs, right? It's not so much just about winning games; it's about how you win games, right? Because I get it in the playoffs; it's about you know, win or loss. But to you know, to to actually play well in the playoffs, you have to be a good fundamental team, and that's a lot of what I'm not seeing right now from the Eagles. So, I think there's a lot of concern for that. Um, I think everyone was brought down to earth. Um, Again, with the Colts, I think that's a very good thing, by the way. Um, again, they're not a very good football team, the Colts are. And so I just, I don't, I don't know what people expect of them. All right, the Saints defeated the Rams 27-20. to 20. Um, I think some people might have been surprised by this result. I, again, in, in my week preview of last week, if you want to go and listen to it, go and listen to it. I picked the Saints to win this game, and they did. Um, it was a fairly easy pick, by the way, too. The Rams are... A fairly awful football team. Um, obviously they lost Cooper Cup, but that but that wasn't even it. I mean, it, it's about Matthew Stafford. It's about his play this season, which has just been uninspired, not very good. Um, Sean McVay looks like he's about ready to head into the coaching booth or, or into the into the booth to call plays. Um, he's been horrendous this season. Um, the Rams they don't really have a lot of fans. Their fan base is fairly fairly weak, fairly minimal. Um, I think the other thing that we can talk about when we talk about the Rams is the fact that this team is in a lot of trouble, right? They don't have a first-round pick this year. And, and that's when you kind of build up your play, build up who you have. This is a fairly old team, I think. Um, teams 
by age NFL, I feel like they've definitely got to be up there. Wow, maybe they're not. Where are the Rams? Okay, so they're not. That's kind of surprising, actually. I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised about that, to be honest with you guys. But what I will say is this. I will say that I think maybe what I've been confused by is the Rams at their important positions. Like, you look at Matt Safford, right? How old is Matt Safford? Matt Safford is 34 years old. Okay, how old is Aaron Donald? Aaron Donald is 31 years old. How old is Jalen Ramsey? Jalen Ramsey's 28. How old is Cooper Cup? He's 29. So, like, some of these guys, I mean, listen, they're not, they're not young anymore is what I'm trying to say, right? Aaron Donald was flirting with retirement last year. Cooper Cup, I mean, again, he just got injured. He's going to be 30, I think, at the start of next season. You know, I mean, listen, I'm not saying that 30 is, you know, the, the end of all days. But th these guys, their best players don't exactly have a lot of, you know, years left in their prime um, or, or at the top of their game, right? So I think the Rams themselves, they're not going to get that influx of talent this year because they're, they're, they're a bad team and they've are, they don't have a pick. So the Lions actually own their top five pick right now which is crazy. Um, so, you know, I think the strategy of F them picks, um, I think it worked to a certain extent. I think that they got very lucky last year in their result of winning um, <laughs> in the in, in the playoffs. Um, and I think we're kind of seeing the, the downside of that, which is really, you know, they're, they're not going to be good for a very long time. Uh, the Rams are just, listen, this is supposed to be their Super Bowl window, which is what they're in right now, um, and, and they're three and they're three and seven. And they just lost to Andy Dalton. Um, by the way, again, I think that the the Saints are one of those teams that again they're like the Rams in so many ways. They're not in their prime anymore. They're a fairly you know odd team. They're in a lot of cap. Um, yep, and, and 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 the Saints have the second oldest roster in the league, right? So I feel like they are also they're not be, they're not going to be able to re-sign a lot of players, and they're also a very old team. So I think that when we look at the Saints, they have a lot of hard years coming ahead. It was a nice victory for them. They got Alvin Kamara, Andy Dalton played well. Some of these younger receivers played well, but let's not kid ourselves. The Saints are just they're a very mediocre team. They're not very good. They have a very low ceiling, um, and kind of a high floor. So I think that's kind of where they are. These two teams are tanking, but they don't have picks. So it's kind of odd. All right, moving on. The Lions defeated the Giants 31-18. to 18. Um, Not a super surprising result, I would say. But I would say it was um, – I think it was a surprising result, but it wasn't surprising to me that the Lions won. Um, I, I, we said it all year. The Giants are not a good football team. They've just played bad opponents. And and not and and no and no other game was that true than this one, where we saw the lion the Giants not only get beaten but they got beaten badly. Um, listen, when you lose by two scores to a Lions team at home, 
that doesn't exactly bode well. I get the Lions have been playing better football, but Daniel Jones didn't look good out there, right? Uh, and, and I think this is kind of what we're going to see from the Giants in the playoffs. They're not a serious team. I think that they're very limited offensively. They lost Wandale Robinson, another wide receiver. Um, they really have to change the turf up there in the Meadowlands. It comes down to this, right? The Lions can score. They're improving as a team. They're getting better. They're not there yet, of course, but they're getting better. The Giants are very fraudulent. They're not going to be a team that people are going to pick to win in the playoffs. They're not very talented. Um, you know, they have Saquon, and, and as Saquon goes, his team goes. And when Saquon has, you know, when Daniel Jones has the most rushing yards on the team, that's a big concern. Um, not to mention they had three turnovers, two picks by Daniel Jones. Not good. I mean, you just have to take care of the football sometimes. So I, I'm really looking at this. This Lions team, they're improving. They're getting better. They're four and six. Um, and they still own that Rams draft pick. So it's really kind of a win-win. They're still probably going to have a top 15 pick in the draft. The Lions are. So they're still going to get two picks in the top 15. They're going to be able to make moves. They're going to be able to get better. I feel like the offensive line is good. They're going to be able to get a, a star or two. Um, and, and maybe they'll get a quarterback this year or next year. I mean, they're, they're really – this team is going to be good, you know, good in short order, I think. Um, as for the Giants, again, you know, just a lot of concerns. I think that Brian Dable is a good coach, but I think good coaching can only take your team so far. He's not on the field, so his, his effect is limited. Um, all right, the Ravens defeated the Panthers 13-3. Another very odd game. Um you know, again, the winner was the, what the winner I, the winner was the team that I thought it would be, but it was in a much more roundabout way. I think, again, we're seeing more concerns out of this Ravens offense. There's not a lot to trust here. Uh, you know, some people might say, "Well, they got the victory," and I say, "Well, it's against the Carolina Panthers, who are 0 and five away from home this season. They're a horrible away from home team." Um, and, and, and I think that just reflects on on how, you know, wishy-washy the Ravens have been this season, right? I don't think they're a team that you can point at and say, okay, I trust that team a lot. Um, they've won some games, but they're not, again, they're not winning in a way that you'd want a team that has several aspirations to win. Um, like, take a look at the Eagles. It's the same thing that we said, and I'm going to be consistent when I talk about the Ravens. They're very Lamar Jackson-centric. They don't exactly have a lot of wide receivers right now. They're pretty injured, and their defense is good. I'll give them that. The defense is good, but it feels very Lamar Jackson-centric, and I feel like good teams are going to be able to beat this defense. It's not in Kansas City, Buffalo. Good teams like that I think will be able to take down this defense and um, really cause havoc. So I, I look at Carolina, and I say this is a good result for them. I think defensively they played very well. I think offensively they didn't. But Carolina's tanking, so I'm not going to blame Carolina. On the other hand, the Ravens, this is problematic. I mean, this is a home game for you against a, a bad team. This should have been an easy win. Should have been a 30-10 you know, a, a to you know, 10 game that you, you know, bench your starters for the last 10 minutes. Um you know, play the Jags, the Bron. I mean, you got a lot of winnable games coming up, so you should have a lot of wins. You should win the division, but very concerning what what we saw from the Ravens this past weekend. Um, and I, I'd like to see if it continues. Again, this team is very Lamar Jackson centric, so I want to see if they're able to kind of break out of that shell, or 
if they kind of collapse in on themselves. All right, next up, the Commanders defeated the Texans 23-10. to um, Again, a very predictable win. I think that the Texans, again, are your, your my odds-on favorite to take um, – to take the first and first pick in the NFL draft, um, again I think that Taylor Heineke he doesn't look he didn't look great but he got the win. I think the team likes him. I think at the end of the day he controls the ball. He fights for the win. He plays hard and that's why he was given the starting job. Um, again I think you won't probably I mean depends on what the commanders decide to do. They could be a playoff team this season. They're four and two away from home. So they're a good away from home team, which is something that you always want to see from a team that's contending in the playoffs. Um, I mean, listen, the commanders have a shot, I think to, you know, be that, be that last team to sneak in. Um, I think that Heineke, again, the starter, the Texans, they, they're not a good team. We've known this for a while. Um, Lovey Smith is not a good head coach. I mean, they hired him for God knows why, but, but again, I think when you break down this team, you know, the commanders, they have a great defensive line. Uh, they're getting chase young backs that should improve. Um, the question is, is can they, you know, avoid mistakes on the offensive end? Can they keep playing well in the secondary? I think there are a lot of things like that, that are very, uh, very crucial to this team's success. Um, furthermore, I think that Ron Rivera saved his job. I mean, this these last few games, the Commanders, I believe, are on a three-game win streak right now. Um, I, I or two game, they've lost, they've won. Sorry, they've won five of their last six. I mean, that saved his job right there. They play the Falcons and then the Giants in back to back. So this team is going to have an opportunity to make the playoffs for sure. I mean, those those games against the Giants right now are huge. They play a massive game against the Falcons this weekend, um, and I and I want to see that. And speaking of the Falcons, they also took a huge victory this weekend, defeating the Bears, um, twenty-seven to twenty-four. A very good win for the Falcons. Again, Marcus Mariota and this team are very limited. They run the ball well, but that's about it. They've now lost Kyle Pitts, so I think you know th- this offense is going to be very run centric. They're going to be very one dimensional. Um, maybe the most one-dimensional offense in the league. Um, they're they're good home team. They're winning at home, but they're five and six, and I think they lose the Commanders this upcoming weekend. And you look at the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks are off a bye. I think they're going to be surging after this bye week. They won some big games before the bye. Um, I, again, I just I, I think that there are certain teams that I think are playing very well right now, and I think the Commanders are one of them. Um. The Falcons, on the other hand, I mean, they're good, but again, one-dimensional. They don't have a lot to their game that I can point to and say, wow, now that's a team that really is doing a lot, uh, you know, a lot of innovative stuff. I think the Falcons are, again, they're a team that's growing. They're a team that's had a decent season for what I think uh, – they've had a decent season for what I think, you know, I projected this team to do. However, I mean, it's the Falcons, folks. They're five. They're still under five hundred. Um, they've still got a long way to go, so I, I do have a lot of concerns. Um, I think the Bears will be much better next year. I think that Justin Fields has been good, not great. He's shown some flashes, but he's definitely getting better. Um, I like what he can do. I think he I think he throws the ball better than Lamar. I think he's a very tough runner. He's very physical, which I think could get him in some trouble later on in his career, but right now I think it's working out. 
he's got to cut down on the mistakes, I think, mostly, and I think this Bears team will be more successful. Um, but, you know, they draft a couple offensive linemen. They get better at the wide receiver position. I think you'll see a lot of positives from this Bears team. All right, the Patriots defeated the Jets 10-3 to um, in the most classic Patriots game of all time, folks. This is what the Patriots do week in and week out. They make the other team beat them offensively, and, and they can. They don't make mistakes. Um, listen, people are harping on Mac Jones for you know some of the way he's played this season, but quite honestly, I thought he was very good against the Jets' defense. The Jets have a very good defense. They played the Jets and the Colts in their last three games. Those aren't exactly good defenses, you know. Those aren't exactly bad defenses. Those are very talented teams, um, and I think you know that does have an effect. Like it does, um, it does make an impact. The Jets, to me, I just I thought I would see more from Zach Wilson this season. Honestly, I've been very disappointed, but I think the Patriots are possibly a playoff team. Listen, this game against the Vikings is huge. They have two big games coming up. They need to win at least one of those two um, against the Vikings and the Bills. Uh, you know, I think, again, Mac Jones is looking better. He's getting better week after week. I think we'll see more offensively from the Patriots this week. I think we'll need to because the Vikings have a good offense. But the Patriots, to me, they're looking good. They're playing well defensively. I mean, they it, it was they held them to three points. And, and again, you know, Patriots, when they needed it most, they got a punt return for a touchdown to basically walk it off. Um, that that's insane. Uh, the Raiders defeated the Browns, Broncos, excuse me, twenty-two to sixteen in overtime. I, I you know we talked about it all season the Raiders in one-score games. This time they get one. Um, unfortunately, it was against the Broncos, who are not a very good football team. Um, I don't really know what to make of this win. I really don't care, quite honestly. I picked the Broncos to win because they were the home team. Um, Derek Carr can play, uh, you know, football occasionally, but I think, you know, when Colin Coward says I'm more concerned about the Broncos or than the Raiders, I actually agree with him. I think that the Raiders at least have the pieces. They've just been horrible at drafting recently. The Broncos, on the other hand, look like they don't know anything that's going on. Um, and Russell Wilson looks lost. He has not been good at all this season. He's had maybe one good game, which is crazy. Um, both these teams are going to miss the playoffs. They're not good football teams fundamentally right now. But I think that the Raiders next season, you know, definitely could be a lot better. They have a lot of injuries. They need to get better defensively. And they need to have a better offensive line. And they're going to need to sign Josh Jacobs, of course. But I listen, both these teams are tanking. Um, and, and it's just about Devontae Adams being the greatest player on the field uh, this past game. All right, the Cowboys defeated the Vikings 40-3. to And I think woe is the only thing I can say. Um, listen, when the Vikings offensive line gives up seven sacks and Kirk Cousins has no time to throw, no quarterback is going to win under those situations. Not Lamar Jackson, not Patrick Mahomes, nobody. All right. He had no time to throw the football. So I'm not, I'm like, I'm not even upset about, about the, about the way that Kirk Cousins played. I think we've seen a lot of weaknesses from the Vikings this season. They have a poor offensive line when, when, when faced with, uh, immense pressure and their defense is paper thin. Um, I think, you know, Kevin O'Connell did not adjust. And this is going to be a big test for them against the Patriots. I do like the Patriots in this game. I think that they have a very good shot to win. Um, to me, I like the Vikings, though. I still think they're a very good football team. They just they need to keep working on things. And I think, honestly, some loss, some big losses like this, I think, are actually very good for the Vikings. 
I think it keeps them humble, keeps them looking for more, keeps, you know, making sure they're improving week after week after week. I think regardless of whether they lose to the Patriots this week or not, um, then they play the Jets, Lions, Colts, Giants, Packers, Bears. I think every single one of those games are winnable. Um, I think that they probably end up in the playoffs as a two seed for my liking. Um, and I think that's a big W for them. So I yeah, I think the Cowboys on their hand, I mean, they look great. I, there's not much else to say. I mean, they were fantastic. Um, I still feel like this team struggles, but the Vikings, they obviously came in with a matchup. They came up with, with a game plan and they came in and executed. And I got to give a lot of props to the Cowboys and the way that they played. So, you know, good for the Cowboys. Tony Pollard was absolutely electric. But a lot of props to the way that the Cowboys played. Um, they 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 deserved this win. They came out there and they played hard. Um, I definitely think that they're a playoff team. I'm actually, you know, I'm actually kind of reversing decision. I mean, it's not about Dak. It's about this defense. Um. I don't know, man. Uh, to me, it, it, week after week, the Cowboys, you know, kind of, I mean, outside of the loss of the Packers, they've been very good. So is this the Cowboys year? It's possible. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it, I wouldn't put it past them. Um, and, and their schedule remaining, by the way, is not exactly, um, not exactly a gauntlet, I don't think. So, you know, they play the Giants um, on Thursday, and then they play the Colts, Texans, Jags, Eagles, Titans, Commanders. So uh, they could end up winning the division. It's possible. Um, I, I like the Cowboys, though, man. They're talented. I think that they, you know, it depends on Parsons, but this team can definitely win some games in the playoffs for sure. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. Hello, and welcome back. All right, the Bengals defeated the Steelers 37-30. Um, to 30. A fairly comfortable win for the Bengals, despite it kind of being a one-score game. I think that, you know, it's a very impressive that they were able to put up 37 points on this Pittsburgh defense. Um, so I think that that's good. I think that the Bengals' defense disappointed me a little bit. But NFC North games, in divisional, in divisional games have always been very weird, the way that they play out. So, you know, again, the Bengals were 0-3 in divisional games going into this game. And, 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 and for as good of a team as we think that they are, that's kind of very surprising. Um, but then they end up get, getting the win. So I think that's kind of, you know, my response, I guess, to that. Um, TJ Watt is unreal. By the way, that interception he had, and I think that the Sears offense is getting better. Kenny, Pick, uh, Kenny Pickett's getting better. George Pickens is getting better. Um, listen, this, this isn't the Steelers' year, but I feel like they've definitely got a bright future. Um, Burrow is doing enough right now. I think that the Bengals are probably a playoff team. Um, and, you know, can they have a magical run? It's possible. Joe Burrow's a guy. I mean, he definitely is. I think we've said that multiple times. He's a guy who just goes out there and he wins football games. Um, and there's no secret in that. There's no, there's, no, there's no magic. There's no sleight of hand. He just wins games. He does what he needs to do. He leaves it all out there on the field. I, you know, I, I, he's not the most incredible quarterback, I think, statistically, outside of his completion percentage. But – Sometimes it's just about getting getting the job done, and and Joe Burrow is doing that right now. Um, the Joe Mixon injury is concerning, though. I think that he he's a big part of their offense, both running and in the passing game. And now with him and Jamar Chase being out, I think that definitely hurts this Bengals team. And their defense, by the way, it's definitely concerning, especially their secondary. It's not the same as it was last season. Um, 
So I think there's definitely, uh, you know, some concerns running down, uh, running down the wire, at least for me, for the Bengals. So I don't know if they're that Super Bowl team that they were last year, but, you know, we'll ultimately see what this Bengals team looks like. But again, a big win for them on uh, Thursday or Sunday afternoon football. Sunday night football, the Chiefs defeated the Chargers 30-27. to I mean, this is no surprise, folks. It's really no surprise that the Chiefs came away and won this game. Um, we knew it, that Patrick Mahomes was going to do it in the end. Um, Justin Herbert played a good game, but they're just, they're not good enough. This Chargers team is not good enough. Um, I have a lot of questions about Brandon Saley. I mean, this team is definitely talented enough, but is it the injuries? Is it his coaching? I'm not really sure. Um, speaking of injuries, Mike Williams goes out again. I mean, this guy said he fell 200% before the game and caught one pass and then exited the game. Um, I'm not really sure what to make of, of, of the Chargers right now. It's just, they're a very tough team to, uh, to believe in. They're five and five. I don't know if they're a playoff team. I picked them to go far in the playoffs actually this year, but, but they are just, they're a disappointment. Um, I think the Chiefs are, I think would be my odds on Super Bowl favorites. Um, Patrick Mahomes, what he did was incredible almost what he was doing with those receivers out there. Obviously he does have Travis Kelsey, but I mean, he put in a very good performance. Patrick Mahomes, you know, he's been good this season. He hasn't been, uh, I don't know if he's MVP caliber, but he's been good. Um, and I like to continue to see more from him um, in the future. Um, uh, you know, the AFC is kind of a, kind of a mess right now. He, I think the Chiefs ultimately could be your Super Bowl um, representatives from the AFC, but they could also, you know, lose early on. Again, they've played some very close games this season. Now they've won those games, but those also haven't been against great teams. So we'll see what happens there. Finally, Monday Night Football, the Niners defeated the Cardinals 38-10. to And the Niners are back, folks. I mean, this is what they were saying. You know, I think Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk. I mean, it's just – it might be too much for some of these teams just to stop. Um, like – I just, I don't know. Like, the Niners are a very good football team. And I think that they will take, they will go as far as Jimmy G will take them. That's all I have to say. I think we've known that going in. Their defense is good. I don't think it's spectacular, but I think it's good. I think that their offense is very good. They have a lot of talented players. But it comes down to, is Jimmy Garoppolo the guy who can get the job done? And I've said it for years. And I don't think he's that guy. I think when you get into the playoffs and he's got to face a real quarterback like a Tom Brady um, or Kirk Cousins, I just I think that they they're able to outduel him. And I think in the moment, I mean, if you know, if we're talking game winning drive, um, you know, fourth quarter, like two minutes to go, and you you need a touchdown to win the game, like I'm not picking Jimmy G as my quarterback, right? Either quarterbacks I would take over Jimmy G to do that. This just based off of their play this season, right? Um, Tom Brady, Kirk Cousins. Uh, let's see. I would probably take. I would take Jalen Hurts. Um, I would take Mahomes, Josh Allen. I would take Joe Burrow. I would take. I think I would take Lamar. I mean, I'm very critical of Lamar, but I still think I would take Lamar. 
Um, who else would I take? Um, I would take Tua solely because they got Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. I feel like they, I mean, Tua and Jimmy G are essentially the same, but I think that Tua probably gets the job. Actually, you know, I'll take two off because they're very, they're very similar. Um, Justin Herbert, I'd take Justin Herbert, even though the the, the team hasn't been that good this season. Um, I'm not going to say Aaron Rodgers just because of the way he's played this season. Um, I think I would take Geno. I do think I would take Geno over over Garoppolo in that situation. So he's probably the 10th quarterback I would take. I think you could throw him anywhere between 7 and 10. But is that good enough? I mean, no, I don't think so. I mean, do you really want to be the the 7th or the 8th, you know, best quarterback in that situation? I don't think so. So uh, that's why I don't like them. Um, we Again, it's being proven that the Cardinals are one of the worst coach teams in the NFL Cliff Kingsbury should be fired, and I hopefully will be fired after the end of the season. Um, I've said it for years. I'll keep saying it. Like I, I sound like a broken record. I feel like I should make a compilation of all the times that Michael said that Cliff Kingsbury should be fired. Um, but again, the Niners will go as far as Jimmy G takes them, um, or as far as Jimmy G lets them. Um, yeah, so that's it. All right, thank you so much for listening, everyone, today. Preview will be out tomorrow. Thanksgiving Day is coming up. Turkey Day, let's go. All right, have a great day. Thank you for listening. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it, Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State. Open shot. Fate of the universe on the line. Or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguodala.